When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Happy Monday, everybody. We are hanging out with our favorite bulldozer and excavator duo, Lori and Julian, studio today. Yes, Ryan. That's Hi, Brian. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. Thank you for all your help last week when we were at Extreme Sandbox. Yes. Hey, Throwing no all kinds of things your way to take as auction items. <laughs> hey, no problem. Anytime. Oh, my Okay, gosh. so... First of all, we have to thank everybody who donated and mm-hmm. participated in all the the fun last week. As a station, we raised over $184,000, which is kind of unheard of. And yeah. so it's all because of you listeners, and we can't thank you enough. Our show, Lori, we raised $23,442. So I want to thank everybody for donating. I still see that you can still donate. Yeah, I think through that tomorrow. Tomorrow, tomorrow yeah. yeah. They just wanted to, because people over the weekend heard the replays. Yeah, and, and I saw donations happening. Over, that was yes. kind of fun to watch the replays and see that happen. But um, it was it was a very successful year. For Project Down and Dirty, yes. it ended with a bang, Lori. Don't you think? Uh, Julia, <laughs> I really started off strong. I was a success as a bulldozer in the parade. I was very happy to get that assignment because I they knew I could do that. Mm-hmm. You know. So but, we had at the end of our shows on Friday night, yeah. we had a competition where you had to drive what you learned how to drive a bulldozer you, for you me, to, the excavator. You, it was an obstacle course yes. involving stacking three tires on top of each other after your bulldozer partner got them to you. Got them to the designated spot. Square, and mm-hmm. then... And um, Brian, that's where we fell apart. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Um, Lori, we got the results today. I don't know if you know this. No, I did okay. I think we came in dead last. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, okay, so... Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I never had seen you be so upset, but you really were horrible. At Friday night, I felt so bad, you got stuck. Pushing that tire. No, (laughs) the tire is the hardest thing, okay? I I know, because I didn't get mine stacked. That's right. (laughs) You are not any better your tire duty. But the thing (laughs) is, is that I should have paid more attention (laughs) to my instructor on day two (laughs) when uh, they said, are you sure you don't want to practice the tire? Because I thought for a minute they didn't offer me the tire lesson. Au contraire, I had a half hour of pushing time I could have had, but no, I chose to walk away. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah. So I didn't ever practice the tire situation until Friday 
which was the day of, you know, like every other, we'd been building. Yeah, so we've it, been building up to this I should have listened to brain. Adam on on Thursday yeah. instead of being my usual. Oh, I got this. I got this. I'm because good. I was so good at backing up and doing tight ballerina bulldozer turns around the barrel without knocking it over. Which had nothing to do, Brian, with what we were being tested well, on. Well, oh. it did. It did in the sense that you were the, the thing that was added with the tire is the bulldozer blade, which winks and waves, meaning the way it turns, mm-hmm. wink up and down, mm-hmm. side to side. Well, guess who kept getting the winks and the waves mixed up? Mm-hmm. Me. Mm. Okay. When you went, so we start <laughs> off. And Lori, I thought, oh gosh, we've right, got here this. Here she goes. So Lori gets the tire. She starts pushing push it around, in. and she puts right. it, pushes around, and then literally, and I pick up my tire because yeah. we've got to move three of them to this other yeah. area and stack them. And I'm right behind you. It's at the and turn. Then, and then we the just turn. sat and waited. Oh yeah. And Back then, up, and then I didn't know what to do with her. And finally, wink, they just told wink. Lori, Lori, uh, well, just. I did get it through a very tight. You know, I had to get it between the dirt mound and the mm-hmm. fiero, and that was tight because you can't see the tire when you're pushing it with Mm -hmm. your blade winking waving lifting it up so you're not dragging more sand i mean it was just i couldn't get it because i didn't practice it if i could have just gone straight fast which they wouldn't allow it's kind of amazing how the difference in time zone because bradley was so good at that. Yeah, no, he's I got mean, a spatial mind. <laughs> he can. He was able to do all the hand. Yep. And he then ride the brake. He was yep. just like that. Was, was he? We that failed miserably. Let's just say it. Just That's an not absolute my pro. thing. It's not. It wasn't a natural thing. I'm. I'm never going to drive a bulldozer again. And but I can now say I. You know. You know how in case I'm in, in case, emergency and one is stuck I, on the street and it needs to be moved out of the way for the snowplow. I think of The Shining when she, the mom had to run in the the, <laughs> the caterpillar <laughs> to get out of there. A big uh, big snowcat bulldozer. Right, right. I mean that oh. thing was high. I'm like, holy oh, crap! Yeah. Okay, that's what I could do. I you could escape. Do that. And then, and then Grant, shout out to Grant, who's, uh, he has the day off. He, um, drove the mini excavator and he was so good. They picked, played ha- Happy Hippo or Hippo yeah, yeah, and he, yeah, and he could yeah. pick up a bowling ball like that and drop it like that. And, but I mean, you were having trouble getting your claw to work the way you wanted it. The little, can I just say, hand or whatever yes, you were doing? I did. I did. Yeah. It was not easy. Yeah. Mm-mm. Maybe my problem was nicknaming all these motions and then getting them mixed up. Maybe. Okay, so Lori <laughs> spent all of her time nicknaming the movements instead of learning how to do them. Okay, that is so yeah. you. Uh, yeah, I know. That's so you. Julia, because I was trying to remember, she goes, "You now your blade will do this, this. And I go, oh, it's like the blade is winking. Yeah. And then she says, now you, to move the tire, you also have to do... This other thing, and I said, "Oh, that's like the wave, but Honest the winking and the waving, and not being able to see <laughs> the tire, really screwed with my no uh, spatial orientation or something. I could not you figure just that out. Figure it out. I couldn't. Oh, geez. Yeah, I was fine with that. I mean, it was fun. It, I'm it so was glad so we had such fun. three perfect fall days. And this weekend was so yeah, really gorgeous. Nice. Saturday was amazing. Yeah, I'm tired you. though." 
Like, yeah. Like kind of just mentally tired on Friday night when I got home. I just thought, oh my gosh. I was too. That was I, intense. And so then we both start watching the morning, morning show, show. And I'm just like text Larry like, oh my gosh, you have to watch it. Because the morning <laughs> show has started on Apple Plus, started out very slow and yes, very... Yuck, we didn't like that Bradley character, but Friday night's episode was amazing. And Jennifer Aniston... That's the one to submit for all the award shows. She's an actress. Unbelievable. She was so good. Yeah. She was so good. That was so much fun to watch. My question, and this won't be any spoiler alerts, but I, I think... That Italy, the Lake Como scenes that we see in the yes, morning show, we're done and we're from up to eight episodes because it just drops once a week, so we only have two. Yes, months. was that CGI Lake Como, Italy? I I can't tell a CGI from a lake, Lori. No, but was I it have CG? no idea. I think it was because I think they filmed this and it would have been during COVID. Sure. Italy was locked down. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. Like, yeah. probably was. Yeah, but it looked lovely. CGI did an excellent well, job. Well, or maybe they used stills from some other footage. Maybe and George Clooney just sent them photos from oh, his. Oh my place. gosh, that place was just oh, lovely. It was lovely. That it was, was super a real fun. campaign for Lake Homo. It really was. <laughs> and then I I ended up with some girlfriends on Saturday night at Ziggy's in Hudson. Boy, is that place fun? The band there was amazing. Oh. Great. That was fun. Yeah. I had a busy weekend. It yeah. was super fun, though. But Julia, I actually did Casey work oh. in the yard today. Or this did you weekend. turn off your water? No, nothing. Nothing as extreme as that. Mm. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> but no, I'd like you know emptied out window boxes okay. because the dirt is not frozen. I mean, I've done it. When it's been frozen yes, and cold, I just yes. thought, even though my Today was going, a perfect day to work. Yeah, so Saturday, it was kind of like a perfect day to do that. And I thought, oh, normally Casey would just be doing this because, you know, he can't stand to see me flail around and, you know. Is that what we're calling it? Yeah. Flailing. Flailing. And he just takes over. But I did it. And I was just like, he was like, oh, my God, you actually did some work. Some work. Hey, there you go. Outside of your <laughs> own cat, on, off, off side of your own side of the chart. Uh, that's right. On the, on anyway, the chart. Yeah, well, it was, was kind of nice. But, boy, I felt bad jerking out all my begonias and stuff because they were, like, happy. But it's, I know it's coming. It's coming. Right? We, oh, yeah. Whatever it is, it's coming. Yeah. And it's not my period. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's take a quick break. This is Lori and Julia, my talk. Again, thank you, everybody, um, for, you know, donating. It it really means a lot to us yeah. to, as an organization, as, as a station, to be able to raise that kind of money. It was super cool. Yeah. We're going to come back with our story we can't get enough of. Thank you, people, for hanging out with us on this fantastic Monday. Is that an oxymoron? I don't know, but I want to tell people something. Grant... Uh, shout out to Grant, who was just a great, great addition to our team, and we were had so much fun with him last week. But he, um, I wish Lori, he could have drove. Lori, we were not losers all what? the way because Grant beat Rocco in the competition. Oh, okay, good. So we did have a winner on our team. All right, but the, so um, yeah, but that's okay. So we had a winner. Yeah, we aren't straight losers. Right, we're just losers. Listen. Not it everybody. seems to be bothering you, and I refused for you to make me feel bad because I didn't listen about the tire. You oh, know? no. On Friday night, though, I yeah. have to admit, when you were just, I was just sitting there waiting, twirling my thumbs because it was a timed event. Yeah. And you were not doing anything. Yeah. I was just like, really? Yeah. <laughs> 
I knew it was hard. You could have turned your thing around and gone backwards. I should have. Why didn't we strategize that? I should have. Well, but because I was too close. I was almost Mm. at the finish. But whatever. But I mean, we should have strategized that because that's what the other teams did. They just turned their thing around. No, they didn't. Oh, they didn't? They oh, didn't. Geez. No, they just, we were just bad at that little yeah. sport. Oh, they I, had a plan going into it? Or? You know, well, we yes, tried. And like, I, my plan was to just pick up the damn tire and go because I was good at turning, but I never once picked up the tire in practice. So then when it came time to wink, wave, <laughs> and bring my shovel up, yeah. I was completely unsure about the order of everything that i was doing okay so yeah yeah and the people who were there who came to the event at extreme first of all extreme sandbox oh those people were great they were amazing and what a fun thing to do with family a corporate team building event friends i mean it was really it was really cool and they make it so you feel safe you feel challenged and you have fun at the same time yeah and you do something we've got a um uh, SJP is in the news, isn't she, Laurie, our girl? Yes. Isn't she in the news? But before that, um, we've got two books to give away. We ha- are moving the double wide, and we're remodeling at some point around here, and so we have to start giving away things from the double wide, and it's 20 years of things. So today's gift to the first two callers is a book called the Exiles. We love this book. It's by the woman who wrote Orphan Train, Christina Baker Klein. She's only on like in August. I know. So this isn't a 20-year-old This uh, isn't. Book. This is a very good book to read, and it tells you about the origins of Australia. It's historical fiction, It was Julia. so good. Thank mm-hmm. you, Laura. Yeah. So give us a buzz at 651-641-1071, and Brian will take your name and your address and, and then give it to me on a sheet of paper, and we'll get them out to you. Yeah. Lucky winter day. So, um, yeah, Sarah Jessica Parker is in the news because she is the Vogue December cover. And it is the photos, the the cover is posted. It's an amazing cover. And, of course, this is coinciding and timed with the HBO revival of Sex and the City TV show, which is called And Just Like That. And when does that come out again? I, I can't remember. I think it's December 10th. Okay, I'll just double confirm. Okay. On HBO. So in... It's a really good cover story, and the photos are are fabulous. I mean, she just, uh, oh, that girl can wear clothes. But one of the things uh, that she said, um, which I just found so delightful, she revealed to Vogue that she still owns every outfit she wore during all six seasons and two movies of Sex and the City. She said, I had all of the original stuff in my own storage, and she picked up some props. In addition to Carrie Bradshaw's clothes, furniture, clothes, everything packed according to season, episode, and scene. I kept every single solitary thing. And she takes wow on a tour of this huge closet she has of all her sex in the city. Look, showing um, Vogue, everything from Carrie's famous, you know, Manolo Blahnix to the bedazzled Dolce & Gabbana underwear. And she said uh, the shoes that Big gave Carrie when she proposed, 
All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Sandals, Aiden's dogs chewed on the black pumps she wore to the Vogue fashion closet. And um, and she said, I know one of the questions that's going to come up and just like that will be, what is it about a place like this that you need to hold on to for all these years? Why can't you just let it go? And she just she just couldn't. And as for the pink tank top and white tutu seen in the opening Credits, Patricia Field, the show's famed costume designer, recently donated a replica of the outfits of the outfit to this year's Housing Works, some charitable sure, fundraiser sure, in New sure, York, sure. telling Page Six Style that um, that iconic look really happened by chance back in the 90s. I didn't go into it with a conscious thought. I just liked it because I liked the idea of her just whimsically wearing this with this tank and it was really evocative of who she was and um so i don't know if we're going to get a laurie but how could can you imagine saving every single thing that's so much stuff oh i know i mean and and i'm sure she has assistance and stuff but i just still at the same time that is so much stuff well and and she was getting paid well as uh, if i could put on kim cattrall's hat for a minute because she was executive producing so she probably had a storage unit right and buy silver cup that studios she just stopped that by she the just way rented out and her assistant would just bring everything wow. over so it was the easy way of archiving was it five or six years six seasons wow that is a lot of stuff yeah and then she also um uh would talk- you want that would you want i mean like well, she knew she knew what she had an idea of what that show could be yeah so this this is just someone thinking forward right i mean i still have our script with the nipple episode i haven't right. gotten rid of that or anything no, we're so, saving that yeah we're gonna make money on it but anyway so the other thing that is interesting in the vogue interview and it's really a great interview but she talked about um the Vogue. We're talking about Sarah Jessica Parker. Yeah, the Vogue reporter asked her about all of how have you guys dealt with everything um, as far as filming in New York and all the comments on social media and everything about, oh, this should be called menopause in the city right. or this and that. Right. So when we come back, I'll tell you what SJP has to say about all those. Negative Nellies. About aging looks, which is something we all have in common should we get to live a life. life. You're right. right. All right. right Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. We were just talking about uh, Sarah Jessica Parker. She is the Vogue cover girl for the December issue. It's gorgeous cover and a really, really beautiful uh, photos inside and then a great interview. But 
Uh, she was asked by the reporter about because we've seen so my, many scenes because they film that in New York City and they're filming a lot of and just like that we're seeing street scenes. Well, we saw remember them walking I got and, my friend Marine. Her son lives a block away, and she's like, he sends it to his mom. Look what's filming right down the block. This is just last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My our friend, you know, our mutual yes, friend who yes, lives yes. in Soho said. It is nonstop filming there all the time because so much is back after so much was shut down. Sure. And um, so anyway, and so the very, I think it was like, maybe it was, might've been the first picture where we saw the three ladies with their arms crossed and they were going across a crosswalk. Mm -hmm. And we noticed that Miranda, uh, her character, and which seems totally fitting for Miranda uh, 20 years later to be the friend in the friend group who decides because she had red hair and red hair is a commitment. You got to color that stuff like every three to four weeks. Yeah, that's like brown. Yeah, and yeah. she decides that she's going to ha- her hair is cut stylish. She looks like Miranda, but her hair is sort of a silvery blonde gray. Sure. Then Kristen Davis, who pretty much looks the same. And then uh, Sarah Jessica Parker, who you could see had um, it, you couldn't tell. I couldn't tell if it was like Highlights around kind of like what I did because I put blonde right across my face, and then you felt it looked gray. And sometimes in a picture, it might look gray, but it's just blonde. Yeah. So here's what not my own. Here's what SJP. (laughs) I know I'm going to be blonde till I die. (laughs) None Um, of this is my own anymore. Right. Uh So she said, she said, there's so much misogynistic chatter in response to us that would never, period, happen period, about, period, a man, period. Right. And she said, gray hair, gray hair, gray hair. Does she have gray hair? Do they have gray hair? And she said, I'm sitting with Andy Cohen. We're having lunch. He has a full head of gray hair, Mm -hmm. and he's exquisite and handsome. Why is it okay for him? I don't know what to tell you people. And she just said, it is such a double standard. Yeah. And she said, um, with Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, in the age shame game, it's only gotten louder. And she says, it almost feels as if people don't want us to be perfectly okay with where we are. As if they almost enjoy us being pained by who we are today, whether we choose to age naturally and not look perfect or whether you do something, if that makes you feel better. I know what I look like. I have no choice. What am I going to do about it? Stop aging, disappear. What's interesting about this, Lori, is because she's she's hitting on the truth. There is such a difference between when a man goes gray and a woman goes gray. It, it just is aging, yeah, in, aging general. in general. It's so different. Men get more handsome and distinguished. Women get old. You know, that's been going around for a while. And I feel like a lot of... Um, you know, we've seen, a, a, I think, a really big change with makeup companies and different people using women of all ages to represent the brand. We're yeah, seeing but that's more not representation. What she's talking about. No, I know, but people still are hung up on this, which is so dumb at this point. It's just so dumb. Yeah. But she's also, if you remember, Rex Reed shamed her. He was from the New York Observer, the film critic. Forever in a day, and he used to be on some like Today Show or Good Morning America or something. He shamed her so bad about her mole. Remember? Well, I don't. And then know. she finally had it removed. No, I, you're. I don't know that he shamed her about it. He is the one who reported on it when she did a movie. I think with Hugh Grant, and she like, no longer had her mole on her 
face and he said, okay, okay, well, whatever movie mm-hmm. it was, but he's the one who pointed it out. And so I don't know that oh, he shamed her I felt like he it. shamed her bad. No, he is the one who made a big darn deal. Like, can you imagine people? And made people? it be loud that she got yeah. rid of a facial mole. Well, maybe it had cancer on it or, or maybe, hair. Or, you know, yeah. it was getting bigger. It was yeah. something else. Like your was, breasts. Everything grows with age. Right. It was something <laughs> cute when you were 20, but it kept growing every right. year. But he was rude. He was so rude. But I out. do think it's it's interesting because people like to um, just, I think social media gives everyone a chance to give their opinions. Well, there's just a lot of yeah. shaming that goes on with age yeah. and what you should be doing and what you should be looking like yeah. or not looking like. And it's more directed towards women and um, I like that she just called it. There's so much misogynistic chatter because mm-hmm. that is, you know, exactly what it is. But she, um, she's talked about aging before. In 2019, she told, um, Elle magazine, I don't know what I can do about the aging. Yes, I'm aging. Oh my God, we're aging all the time. It's like the flowers that will in front of you in time lapse films. But what can I possibly do? Look like a lunatic, right? You know, and and no. I think and, and and she doesn't. She is no, not she done looks, all no, the she stuff. No, she hasn't. She looks great. You know, she looks great. She looks. We'll go with the Michelle Pfeiffer uh, school of thought on Hollywood and aging, and maybe just aging in general. You can decide. You can strive to look as young as possible for your age, or to look as great as possible right. for your age. Makes sense. That I think that's totally. But, totally you know, it. it's a different choice for everybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you do. When you do see the some of the extremes that people oh. go to, you're just like, holy crap. Right. You know? Right. But anyway, okay, so uh, Yellowstone. It All was right. a two-hour epic episode. I got so many text messages, and I'm like, okay, I haven't started watching yet because I'm starting to get in like, so-and-so is this, so-and-so is that. And I'm like, I haven't started yet. Oh, you can't look at your phone during I haven't started yet. Don't tell me. It was so fun and so... Our sister, Catherine, was here last night from Montana, Bozeman, and um, she has never watched the show. I got the other sister to watch it this summer when I saw yeah. her. I was appalled. I said, this is a Bozeman-centered show. It's got hot cowboys, gratuitous sex and violence. Do you watch it? No, Brian? my parents do. They love it. Oh, oh it's so good. It. Last night was so good. It was the number one rated show last summer. On cable. Really? On cable, yeah. 2019. 2020. 2020 was, it was 2020. 2020, and a lot of people discovered that show. It was just last summer, Jules, and um, because this is the longest we've ever. Usually, that show has come out every June, and so we've had to wait uh, from June instead to November because everything was mm. delayed. All right. Um, so that's why I just started uh, yesterday, but it was it was uh, two hours of just deliciousness. I put my phone in the other room because I'm like, I am not. Responding, I'm not looking at Twitter because I wanted to let it get a little bit ahead. Same, but I was real happy to see the two 1883 tra- trailers with Tim McGraw. It's the prequel, Tim McGraw and Faith Hill. It looks so good. And Sam Elliott. Oh yes, I, I don't know. Does Sam anyone look better in a cowboy hat and a mustache no. than Sam Elliott? No. Even though he's like, you know, 78, he still looks so. Great, and again, watching that, and Holly posted the 1883 oh, trailer. It looks so good. It, it looks, looks so good. good, you guys. Well, and I also saw this that you know, 
we saw Kevin Costner. We talked to him on our show, and then we saw him at the State Fair in his Modern West tour with his oh, band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he didn't get a ton of love in Minnesota, but he got a ton of love um, recently. We just talked about the last Grand week. Old Opry. Yes, he was. So um, he was in Indiana and other places, but um, Garth Brooks and Trisha Yearwood went to his show. Mm. And so there's a picture of them with him in his trailer that we never got to yeah. see. Um, as far as like the show itself, though, I thought it that was, was great. I thought it was great. I'm glad they didn't linger on anything, anything too long as far as like, you know, the recovery, because there was a lot. It was the finale of Yellowstone last summer. There was a a lot of shooting and bombing and yes. like yeah, bad stuff was going yeah. on. So I like that. And I don't know if there's a more b- badass than Beth. No, she's, a- she's so good. And Jackie Weaver is who the woman is. What was she from, though, Lori? Well, we've seen Jackie Weaver. She was well, she's the original Smurf in the movie Animal <laughs> Kingdom that okay. Alan Barkin plays in the TV shows. But she's a character actress, and uh, she just seems like uh, that was a new cast appearance. And then there was one uh, cast disappearance or ending to the show, which I was We're just fine. Tell. With. Yeah. yeah, I was just fine with it. It was it was super it was, good. it was super good. But I'm real upset that 1883 you're going to have to get Paramount streaming, and I don't want to get that when I already pay for cable and I get Paramount. Why do I have to have Paramount Plus? Get all the exclusives because I they're trying to get you some more money out of you. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't obviously. But I mean, I wonder how many people with Paramount will then do the pl- the streaming. It's like you're paying twice, kind of, you know. A little silly. It does seem silly. Like I, and it's weird because Yellowstone streams on Peacock. Yeah, it's not on another thing, but they won't stream it on Peacock until it's all done airing on Paramount, the cable station. I might have to wait. Yeah, depending on how much that costs. I mean, it really, it's really kind of kooky. But I, I can understand them wanting that's a, it's a money grab, Lori. Yeah, yeah. So they're mm-hmm. they're putting it on that, and uh, but it, it really did look good. I wouldn't have recognized Faith Hill. I mean, boy, those pioneer women really had ratty hair. And when Tim McGraw <laughs> performed at the fair this summer, remember he had the big old beard, and he says, "I am filming, filming. in Texas right yeah, now." Yeah, we knew it was this. And show. Faith Hill said she, you know, Taylor Sheridan, the director or writer, co-creator, co-creator. Thank you. Um, she said she was so uncomfortable. She felt like she popped a rib or two filming because the corsets were so tight. Yeah. And she said she had to squat by trees and pee outside and do everything because they wanted it as real as possible. Yeah. And she said we were sweating. We were hot. We were stinky. It looks like it. Yeah. But it looked good. It looked good. good. It really, really It looked good. It's the right time of year to get this kind of good entertainment, too. Yeah. And that... That, I think, drops on Paramount Plus maybe in mid-December. Mm-hmm. All right, listen, when we come back, uh, we've got to talk about, uh, oh, what a nightmare. And I'm talking about... Don't, well, tell, don't I tell us. I won't even tell you. <laughs> Take a look around. Hey, everybody, thanks for hanging out with us. Well, the news of the weekend was uh, this Astroworld Festival in... Houston on Friday night featuring it's Travis Scott created the festival like in 2019 and of course it didn't happen last year and it happened on Friday night it was featuring performances by himself Drake SZA Bad Bunny Young Thug and he came out anyway it it was absolutely chaos at the at the festival 
things turned deadly. There was a huge crowd surge. The medics were uh, not very good at their jobs and not enough of them. People were trampled and at least eight people died. Yep. Totally heard about this story. Tragic. Absolutely tragic. And hundreds of people were injured. And um, the Houston sheriff. Uh, was on the one of the morning shows this morning and confirmed the stories that had circulated over the weekend about someone with a needle who was jabbing people with it. What? So that started one set of... I saw those rumors, jabbing them with what? Well, I don't know, but a, a, a security guard was jabbed with it and the medics at least got to him and they had to use Narcon on him. To Heroin? bring them back to life or something? Hero- I mean, Narcon is yeah, what you use to bring people back, back from life. an opioid epidemic right. or opioid, opioid overdose. overdose. And wow. this security guard got jabbed and other people. So that he confirmed that that was part of it. Other parts of the story that he... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Is that there was a lack of trained medical personnel at the festival mm-hmm. uh, about how the setup for his per, Travis Scott's performance, because he came out at 9.15, contributed to the chaos. And um, that... Even at the beginning of the festival in the at the VIP section where people had lined up to get in to go through the metal detectors mm-hmm. at the start of opening the gates, mm-hmm. people charged through. They charged through and knocked over all Everything. the it was so like that was out of, it was out of hand from the beginning. That oh, was yeah. yes. one yes. right there. You know that, that like scared me. I mean, I was watching that and I was thinking about it. Um that would have been the the concert promoter, somebody like already security. This is the VIP uh, where the people paid the most money right. to come and in. And that's already out of hand. And that's yeah. already out of hand. And I don't know what that says, but I mean, I just feel like, you know, there's Travis Scott appeals to a kind of a mostly like, I feel like teenage, no, you know, 20 kind something. Of, but, but it starts teens because there were concert go. I mean, Little Stormy was there with her mom. I don't know what the heck they're thinking about bringing a three-year-old to they a do thing that. like that. But anyway, I, I just feel like they're they're not missing anything, and it seems like. Uh, but also, well, also the stories about um, that are being backed up by eyewitnesses account that for thirty-seven minutes after officials declared a mass casualty. Uh, with ambulances going through the festival ground, Travis kept playing. Wouldn't he have been notified of this? That stuff yeah, was going he had a headset in his ear, and at one point he does say, hey, there's somebody passed out over there, but then he went on and continued to sing for almost uh It sounded like he had minutes. kind of a pattern of engaging people to rage in, at past oh, concerts and different things. He's been charged in, like, maybe two other cities for inciting. Yeah, inciting a riot. In, he's right. been uh, arrested for that, and then uh, I think the same thing happened to... Twice, so twice, and there is a guy. Yeah. He is involved in a lawsuit where a kid 
who was up front and t- Travis Scott. And of course, everybody's got video. I mean, they're going to oh, be able I to see, construct right, all this. Right. Rage forward, rage forward, let's create chaos. And this kid got paralyzed right. in the trampoline at a show like two years ago. Yeah, he jumped off like a two-story balcony at a venue and completely paralyzed himself. Yeah, because no. Travis is like, well, you know, don't worry, the crowd has got you. The crowd has got right. you. So between the guy jabbing, whatever the people panic, right. no one had room. Everyone is moving forward, but the eye, people couldn't even raise their hands up. They were literally... Crushed or trampled to death. It's so scary, Lori. I heard a first account of a nurse who yes. passed out, and then they kind of mm-hmm. body surfed her body. But yeah, it it, it made me. You know, I'm. There's nothing worse, and I have like three incidences that I really remember where the crowd scared the crap out of me. And mm-hmm. one was the Rolling Stones concert, Steel Wheels at the Metrodome. And I'm so short mm-hmm. and the the walkway around the dome was so tight. I couldn't breathe or move. Right. And then even, you know, leaving the Vikings game a couple weekends ago, I'm so short and there was, it was so crowded. I was just like getting paranoid a little yeah. bit for myself to get out. But I can't imagine where you can't, the nurse was saying she tried to jump up and down to get air and how scary. I hope, I hope I mean, this Travis changes Scott, a lot of things. This he, he has offered, he is going to pay for all the of funeral expenses, is. but he but still. he has to he has to stop doing that. I mean, now like the TikTok kids are finding old footage like Kurt Cobain in like they were playing a song in the dark, but just people had their lighters up or whatever, and Kurt stopped the show because somebody a guy was assaulting a gal and he stopped that i mean you can see a lot from up there right and the thing that is going to get him in a lot of trouble is, is the 35 minutes of continued performing after the first right. responders after it was called a mat we have a mass casualty you could see the ambulance yeah. you could even see the ambulance from kylie's video that she did and they were right down there on the ground yeah she they could have been crushed they were just in like a tent right yeah I mean, he anyway. He's in. He's in big, big uh, trouble for. I think it's Live Nation. Live Nation, Drake. Yep. Someone's already filed lawsuits against all three of them. Yeah, yeah. it's it's super scary. It's super. And scary. And you know the other the the last time a, a a mass casualty thing like that happened, it was the Who. Really. Outside of Cincinnati, I want to say, and eleven people were trampled to death. And oh. I want to say this was like maybe in the. Late seventies, we'd have to look at it, but I am pretty sure the number was eleven people died. Yeah. So I mean it is not uh I I don't think Chris Jenner is his manager, but I think she's helping him with some PR Mm -hmm. um possibly today. Right. Just because it's uh you know, just such a devastating thing. And I mean the youngest was ten. Oh, I thought it was 14, but it doesn't matter. It's yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah. It's just horrible. And he's known to incite the unruly behavior. Yes. This oh, yeah. is going to be the. Yeah, yeah his issue. shows are like super well known for like amping up the crowd and like, I want everyone jumping and everything. But and, uh, yeah. it's, yeah, it's, it can be, it could definitely be too much if, if you're a first timer going to one of his right? concerts. But yeah. Um, did you guys see his apology video? Yeah. I couldn't decide if he was... What did you think, Brian? I think um, the one thing that really bothered me is he didn't say, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. in like his post he posted on Twitter, in the video on Instagram that he did. Um, he was just saying, like, here's the steps, like, here's what my lawyers are saying, like, tell me what to say and what not to say. It was like, okay, like... 
he, you know, it seemed like he was more devastated about the loss of bookings and yeah. what this is going to do to his reputation than actually realizing that Lives he played lost. a part in it. Just in that, how he encouraged the one guy to jump off the balcony and yeah, another the show. Picture. There's video yeah. of him encouraging people to beat up this punk ten year old. I mean, it's just that you wanted that contrition from him. Yeah, it's like you know. I feel like as an artist, you have a responsibility, especially if you have incidents like that. Like, I don't know. I think he should have handled it way, way more, way different than felt. Not yeah. rubbing his forehead, going, "Oh my god, I wonder if this is going to cost me Coachella." Oh, uh, this because this is the kind of thing, and he might have been somewhat in shock because his people might have said to him, "This is going to change your career now." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's no, and so, you know, if nothing else, you would have thought that would have, like, but it, maybe it was in shock. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there you go. I mean, there's Bieber at Lotus. In town. Bieber in, was in, in town. Weekend. And Usher was in town. Vietnamese restaurant. I the Lotus. Love that place. It's been I, around forever. I think that was the first time I ever ate Vietnamese food mm-hmm. was the Lotus in Uptown. I think you're there right. There was Bieber. Oh, nice. And then mm-hmm. Kanye was in town. How about that? With the with his new girlfriend after he just had an interview over the weekend that he's still married to his wife. And then things turn up the heat with Pete Davidson and all of a sudden he's, oh yeah, I got an Insta model. She's 22. Run, whatever your name is. <laughs> it starts with a V. Yeah. She's 22. Yeah, but he brought his Donda Brand. Basketball Academy here. Yep. Oh, yeah. cool. yep, so at, uh, or something. Oh, yeah. Cool. And so she was there. That's how yeah. we know. Minneapolis wow. breaking that news. Wow. Yeah. And Mick Jagger um, posted some pictures of the latest cities. and, and... Yeah, Ve- Vegas. <laughs> Vegas. <laughs> We're literally the flyover country. <laughs> We're flyover state for Mac, but I won't hold it against you. Love you, Mac. Oh, my gosh. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back to Solaria and Julia Mai Tai.